0: How's it going, everybody? Welcome back. I uh, hope you all had a wonderful night, having a wonderful day. Um, let's jump right into it because there's always news, right? First of all, according to Reuters, they're still talking about the young man who is. Shot by police out in Michigan. But I'm looking at the headline. And let me let me show you what the headline says, because I don't necessarily like. I don't necessarily like. Um, the way the headline reads because it, it makes an assumption. And we have to let the, the process play out before we making an, assu- uh, an assumption. But for you who are listening, let me read this to you. Like I said, this is according to uh, Reuters. Basically, it says black man shot in back of head by police by Michigan police independent autopsy says by Brendan O'Brien. Okay, Mr. O'Brien it reads a black man who was killed by a grand rapids michigan police officer during a traffic stop earlier this month sparking protests in the city was shot in the back of the head a forensic pathologist who performed an independent autopsy said on tuesday during a news conference in detroit forensic pathologist werner spitz and attorneys for the family of patrick said the autopsy found the 26-year-old was shot once and that the police officer held his gun to the back of Loyola's head. Wow. Quote, quote that is, that is now scientific evidence of this tragic killing where his family believes was an execution, unquote, civil rights attorney Ben Crump said during the news conference. Spitz said he found no signs of a struggle, such as scratches, or bruises on Loyola's body noting that the only injury was a bullet wound only injury was a bullet wound he also said that he did not know the caliber of the bullet that was fired but that it was a quote-unquote powerful bullet that killed the man the death of Loyola, the congolese refugee outraged members of his family and touched and touched off protests in grand rapids by activists who say it represents the latest example of police violence against young black men Loyola's family is demanding that authorities dismiss the officer who shot him from the force and file criminal charges against him yeah that's usually the the typical uh procedure there for the most part grand rapids police were not immediately available to comment in response to the independent autopsy findings. Grand Rapids police Office police officials have placed the officer who has not been named publicly on administrative leave and have asked the Michigan State Police to investigate the shooting. Wow. Kent County Chief Medical Examiner, Stephen Cole, said in a statement that he performed an autopsy on the day of the incident and prepared a death certificate with the cause and manner of death. He also said toxicology and tissue results were pending and may take 60 days to be completed and that the full autopsy report will not be made public until the st- state police concludes this investigation. Quote, we have to investigate whether this case was a class driving while black case, unquote. Attorney Crump said, noting that the officer was traveling in the opposite direction of Loyola before the stop. Last week, police released videos of the incident taken from the dashboard of the officer's squad car, from his body-worn camera, and from a neighbor's surveillance camera. They show Loyola stepping out of the car on a rainy street, seemingly confused and asking, quote, what did I do, unquote, as the policeman repeatedly asked for the driver's license and orders him to get back inside the vehicle, Loyola appears to be complying, but then closes the driver's side door and attempts to walk away, resisting the officer's attempts to handcuff him. Following a short chase, the two men grapple on the on the lawn, and at one point, fighting over the officer's stun gun, before Loyola is shot. The incident began after the officer stopped Loyola over suspicions involving his license plate. Wow. Well, let me tell you this. First of all, it shows why you should not just go by the headline, read the story further. Um, There were so many wrongs with this one. Number one, um, and, and I'm actually talking to everyone in this situation, but more specifically, black men. Since the narrative is out right now that police are out to kill black men here's the thing first of all we need to know we need to do our best and everything we can to ride or drive legally that mean your registration your insurance your driver's license all of that is perfectly legitimate and legal number one because if something's not and the police officer i guess read your license plate or run your license plate or your registration then of course he's going to he or she's going to stop you so we must know that i mean we must know that we have to we have to be on on our p's and q's when it comes to that and i could say everyone but i'm specifically talking to black men because well this is another case of a young black man being shot and killed by police now another thing Is, and I believe it has a lot to do with what we see on mainstream media. When the police officer pulls you over. Keep your cool. Stay calm. Don't let don't start letting thoughts of what you saw on CNN or MSNBC or Fox or CBS or whatever. Start running through your head and get you all emotional, emotional, like take a deep breath. Get out of your emotions. Get out your feelings at that point. If at all possible, I would say, if you're riding, if, it's, if at all possible, have your driver's license and your insurance ready. Like me personally, I would drive my driver's license or wallet, whatever, on the dashboard or somewhere where I could easily reach them. So when I pull over the car, I can hurry up and get them before the police officer even gets out of his or her car. I can get them and put them on the dash. So when they walk up to me. A, can I see your, you know, license registration or license proof of insurance? I would be able to, I would have my hands on the steering wheel in a calm manner and saying, yes, Mr. Officer. Yes, Mrs. Officer. They're on the dashboard right here. Do you mind if I grab it? And, of course, you use keep one hand on the steering wheel and use the other hand to grab your wallet or purse, whatever, uh, with your driver's license in it. And, of course, if you still have paper form uh, insurance, proof of insurance, then, you know, have that ready, too. Now, most of us have our, you know, our, all these ins- forms of insurance now come, you know, is in the form of an app. Like, most insurance providers have an app that you can download on the phone. So, if you're doing that, you, mo- you also may want to have your phone in plain view on the dash, you know, or maybe high up on the... Uh, on a like a phone holder uh and please communicate that to the officer saying hey my proof of insurance is in my insurance providers app on my phone please communicate this to the officer so they'll know exactly what you're doing don't just reach for something don't just you know make any sudden moves right now even before we get to that according to this this uh, article here mr layo Loyola, first of all you know definitely prayers to his family and friends and everyone as the police officer pulls him over he's getting out of the car to me that's a no-no that's a no you can't do that because an officer in that situation he or she does not know what you're going to do what you're planning to do they don't know you you could be an angel getting out of the car or you could be a demon getting out of the car for all they know so i would say never make that move get out the car and start walking toward the office officer that is a no you can't do that even if you even if you're in the right you cannot do that so i hope you know everyone realizes that does it matter you know yeah i'm talking to everyone but like i said specifically black men you know control your emotions and i re, I repeat it again everything we've seen on mainstream media has us all in our emotions right now we don't make great decisions when we're emotional i know i don't i have to take a deep breath and assess the situation right that's what I would uh, that's what I would advise people to do and instead of you know complaining about why so many young black men are getting killed which I'm not saying that you know all the complaints aren't valid what I'm saying is we need to be teaching each other how to react and how to respond when an officer pulls us over because almost every case not all there were some that weren't this way but in I would say many cases you see where some way somehow there's a point where there's the grappling or the scuffling, you know, wrestling on the ground or up against the car or whatever. No need for that. I mean, if they're going to put the cuffs on, you just let them put the cuffs on. you. Get in the back of the car. You know what I mean? You know, I also say this, too. It should never if possible, when you pull over. Always pull over in a public place. You never want to be in a situation where it's just you and the one police officer on a lonely street or in a back alley somewhere or in an empty parking lot. You know, and and if the officer asks, you know, you may want to say, "Hey, yes, I was just pulling over in a public place for both of our protections, for for my protection and for yours." And not that, and not that you plan on doing physical harm on the on the police officer anything what i'm saying is for their protection so no one will be able to say hey they did something wrong when they actually didn't because there'd be witnesses will that always work no nothing's nothing always works nothing's perfect but we have to find a way to eliminate eliminate emotions that's that's just my opinion on that now by him shooting according to this article by him allegedly shooting the young man in the back of the head. I mean, it's kind of hard for me to see how that happened, but if they're grappling on the ground or whatever, and they're both trying to, you know, fight for a, to get control of the stun gun. Well, at that point, whoever gets control of the stun gun is going to win that fight. Regardless if it's the officer or, you know, the, the Mr. Mr. Loyola at that point. Whoever gets control of that stun gun is going to win that fight more than likely. So if it's a situation where Mr. Loyola got control of the stun gun, I, and like I said, I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of both. Uh, of both. If I'm an officer at that point, do I just get up and just take off running at that point? Or do I do what I have to do to defend myself? On the other hand, Mr. Laioia, and I really hope I'm pronouncing the young man's uh, name properly, Loyola, Um, I could understand if you're, you know, thinking, okay, here's another police officer out to basically try to kill me, but you have to take a deep breath and like i said earlier assess the situation and see what's the best move you can't we can't let our emotions get the best of us and i do believe that mainstream media and politicians especially the black community have been using our emotions against us going all the way back to well going back for a while now like for decades now, but it really didn't come out until, my opinion, until, I would say until 2019-ish where they really started making us use our emotions, even going, you know, going to the, you know, to vote. I'm just saying. So we have to, yeah, if you find, you know, I'm not saying don't, Express your opinion, or voice your opinion when it come to situations like this, but we also have to voice and express or or provide a resolution. So that's that's what uh that's how I feel on that. Please let me know uh, if you're watching this on YouTube. Please let me know in the comments how you feel about it. Also that's just one story now I find this in here a little bit a little bit odd or strange or I don't know according to I'm looking at arstechnica.com I'm looking at a story here where it shows man this uh this is crazy it says thousands report vomiting diarrhea after eating Lucky Charms cereal, wow, that's a uh, wow. I, I mean, maybe I'm glad I don't eat Lucky Charms anymore. I used to love Lucky Charms, but according to the to the article here, General Mills says it hasn't found evidence for illness as reports pile up. So this isn't just like this from what I'm saying. If, From what I'm understanding, before I even read the article, it seems like there are many complaints, not just one or two. The article reads, the end of the rainbow may not have a pot of gold, but a pot of something entirely different. Thousands of people have reported stomach pains, nausea, vomiting, and diarrhea after eating Lucky Charms, the quote-unquote magically delicious sugar-coated cereal fronted by a cartoon leprechaun that feebly tries to prevent hungry children from getting his colorful, charm shaped marshmallows the illnesses have left many wondering if the latest lineup of charms includes hearts stars horseshoes heart clovers and tasty infectious bacteria wow <laughs> man this is this is this is something here the website iwaspoison.com which collects consumer reports of blood of foodborne illnesses has received more than three thousand complaints about the cereal from all over the U.S., most of which are from the past few weeks, Lucky Charms has now received more illness reports than any other individual product in the in the site's ten-year history, according to Patrick Quaid, founder of the site, who spoke with the Wall, Wall Street Journal. Man, now, I, I it has to, it has to be something, right? Because Lucky Charms or General Mills, which makes Lucky Charms, they said they haven't found any reports or any evidence. They said they haven't found any evidence that the cereal is causing illnesses. But you have 3,000 or at least 3,000 people complaining about it. So there has to be something there, right? I mean, maybe it was a bad batch. I don't know. That I mean obviously you know that happens a lot with food and snacks whatever and even in medication you have bad batches you just never know when you're going to be part of that bad batch but me personally I would definitely make sure that I would definitely make sure that my kids don't eat it I would definitely make sure that they stay away from it if you have it in your home do away with it i take it back to the store see if they refund you. i don't know how they would do that or what you know what what could what they could do about that but just make sure you don't need it but that's uh it's just something else that's on top of everything else it's crazy not only do you have the the big c and they want you to get the big v and then you have what's going on in uh you with russia ukraine and then you have the mask mandate rulings now you have this so that's uh it's crazy. So much stuff, so much stuff. And look at this. The same website, arstechnical.com. Their other headline says people are still drinking bleach and vomiting and pooping their guts out. The quote unquote church of bleach is still strong despite years of warnings. I didn't th- i didn't know this was a big issue like the only time i heard of people maybe ingesting maybe some type of bleach was with the hydroxychloroquine which well let me, let's just read this uh the u.s fo- the u.s food and drug administration this week released an important health warning to everyone that everyone should heed drinking bleach is dangerous potentially life-threatening and you should not do it the warning may seem unnecessary But guzzling bleach is an unfortunately persistent problem. Unscrupulous sellers have sold quote unquote miracle bleach elixirs for decades, claiming that they can cure anything from cancer to HIV, AIDS, hepatitis, flu, hair loss, and more. Some have promoted it to parents as a way to cure autism in children, prompting many allegations of child abuse. Let's stop there. I mean, we can really probably see... they're trying to indicate here what are the story they're trying to get across without actually saying it i do believe this goes back to the hydroxychloroquine if i'm not mistaken um i think there's an element of bleach in it supposedly or chlorine whatever in it and without actually saying it that's what they're basically telling people to do is not take or buy the hydroxychloroquine to only get maybe the big v or maybe um get whatever whatever they prescribe you know the big c patients in the hospital but they're definitely coming after those or aiming this toward people who believe in hydroxychloroquine but they don't want to just come out and say hey do not take it because they know they'll get a lot of pushback it's like they're trying to slide it in uh you know be be very kind about it they don't want to say it directly that's what i get out of that i don't know what you all get but to me that's where and and the weird part about it is is there's also another story on this art on this uh website uh, arstechnical.com that basically basically talks about the so-called horse medicine the so-called horse medicine that uh That people were taking and it also tells people not to take that either so i don't think it's a coincidence that they're both in the same near the same article i guess you can say i don't think there's a coincidence at all let's see if uh, i could actually find it let's see somewhere on here somewhere near the lucky charms okay there's the lucky charms article and let me scroll down see what else is down here okay yeah see more people are poisoning themselves with horse de drug to thwart the big c right ivermectin no coincidence that this is in the same on the same page on the same day as the quote-unquote drink uh bleach drinking people so they know what they're doing anyways hope you guys enjoyed the, the show today definitely uh, appreciate appreciate everything um uh, You guys doing to support the channel, please subscribe to the channel on YouTube. Please download the podcast on all podcast platforms and be blessed. And always remember to do your own research. Don't let anyone talk you into doing anything. If it doesn't seem right, it's probably not right, regardless of who's saying it.